Hello and welcome to the intro of Untangling the Truth, the brand new podcast that rambles about meaningful aspects of life such as productivity, self-development and wellness. The main focus is to uncover the uncharted feelings we cope along with in our life's journeys. My name is Gonzalo and in each episode I'll talk about tips, news and my personal thoughts towards what's truly important to find happiness and fulfillment at work and in life. I hope you join me in this new path. Don't rush life, and bye-bye. Hi, this is another episode of Untangling the Truth. My name is Gonzalo, and as you know, I love to share stories. Today is 6th of January, and in Spain, it's a very important day. The three wise men have come, and we all have received great presents. I think it's a happy day, and I hope you're enjoying your present with your family and friends, and you're in great places. I don't know. And I just want to say that I hope this episode of today helps you to keep motivated, and you know, to feel inspired. That's That's the key of all of this. So today, I'll show you how building resilience is the best scheme to shelter ourselves from negative thoughts, and why it's indeed a tribe requirement to become strong. So let's go into it. Unlike diamonds, we don't work with pressure. But there are a few divergents on the earth who actually enjoy being psychologically broken. This is how lions like Kobe Bryant and David Goggins embrace their pain as a tactic to better manage emotions when pressure knocks at their doors. Paulina Pompliano, the writer of the profile, Profile these rare individuals and wipe out a list of their strategies to foster the pain cave, as they call it. So, if you're ready to take your mental resilience to the gym, take this episode of the podcast as a personal warm-up to start the year with a strong mind, it would say. It's an article I've enjoyed so far. I mean, I didn't expect that people in the world would actually do things like this, but it's amazing. So now I'm going uh, show you the strategies of three public faces I've chosen from the seven she talks about. If you want to learn more about the other people I don't talk about when I finish, I'm uh, gonna uh, leave the link in the description of the podcast so you can tap it whenever you want. It. Anyway, that being said, I'm going to start by David Goggins. By the time Goggins was in his 20s, he had asthma, a learning disability, a stutter, and cursingly low self-esteem. He was earning less than $1,000 a month spraying for cockroaches. However, in 2013, He became one of the toughest athletes in the world by receiving the Guinness World Record for most 
Polacks in 24 hours. <laughs> and watch this. Completing 4,030 to be exact. Here's the strategies he used to become mentally unshakable. The first one is to create an alter ego. Gogin believes he was built, not born. He intentionally created a separate identity that separated him from his past of bullying, fear, and abuse. I had to create Goggins, because David Goggins was a weak kid, so I created Goggins, he says. I wanted to be proud of who I was. Johnson says that self-distancing is a helpful strategy in helping us manage our emotions better. When you create an alter ego, it actually feels like we have a choice and we are not identifying with who we are at that very moment, but that we have a choice to be who we want to be. When we distance slightly, we give ourselves the ability to choose. The second strategy is to follow the 40% the rule. There is a reason why, even though most people hit a wall at mile 16 during a marathon, they are still able to finish. Goggins explained it through his 40% rule. And he says, when your mind is telling that you are done, that you are exhausted, that you cannot possibly go any farther, you are only actually 40% done. And the last one, face the accountability mirror. When Goggins decided to become a Navy SEAL, he looked at his reflection in the mirror and said, Wow, you're fat, you're lazy, and you're a liar. This sounds harsh, but Goggins says that he needed to face insecurities head-on in order to overcome them. He created something he called the accountability mirror. He pasted the sticky notes around the outside of the mirror outlining the practical steps he needed to take to achieve the goals he ever wanted. They would say things like, one day without line for external validation, or go on a two-mile run. If you're not happy with your reflection, Gogan suggests asking yourself, what I'm going to do today to change what I see in the mirror? What's the thing that's going to change my attitude towards what I'm seeing now. Johnson, a mental performance coach who most recently worked with the New York Yankees, says this strategy is so powerful because you are the only person in the world who you can lie to and get away with it. And actually it's kind of true because you cannot lie to yourself. Anyway, the same way we are trans with others by doing the things we are going to do, is the same way we are trust with ourselves. Johnson says, when you talk to yourself in the mirror, it opens up your blind spot and the things you may not want to admit to yourself. It may be hard, but it's so necessary to get to the next level. The other person I chose to, because of his strategies to overcome the pressure and anxiety in his life is Anthony Rain Hunton. In 1985, Anthony Ray Hampton was arrested and wrongfully charged with two counts of capital murder in Alabama. Hinton knew it was a case of mistaken identity and naively believed that the truth would prove his innocence and set him free. 
However, as a poor black man in the South, Hinton was sentenced to death by electrocution. He maintained his innocence through the entire duration of the 30 years he served on a death row, which makes him one of the longest-serving death row prisoners in Alabama history. In this time of death row, Hinton watched 54 men walk past his cell to be executed, and another 22 took their lives. My cell was 30 feet from the chamber, and I could smell the burning flesh, he writes. Yet, he managed to maintain hope and befriend those society that have given up on. Here's the strategy he used. Visualize a better reality. On death row, Hinton figured out a technique that was able to get him out of his tragic circumstances, daydreaming. While in his cell, Hinton traveled the world, married Halle Berry, had a tea with King Elizabeth, and won Wilberton, all in his own mind. I've never used my mind for garbage, he says. I use it to cope through some lonely days. Hinton started a book club for fellow inmates who also wanted to experience the power of visualization. The cool thing about visualization is that our brain doesn't know what's the difference between imagination and reality, Johnson says. It's the same as watching a movie, we are not part of the movie, but we are having an emotional reaction to it. Mental toughness is easy when things are going well. But the true test comes if you can train yourself to use mental strategies like visualizations in, mo in moments of crisis, panic, and disaster. And the last one is find the good in the awful. It's hard to imagine to be able to forgive those who abused the system and sentenced you to death, but Hinton sees differently. I've never had an apology but I forgave those involved in my conviction long before I left prison. I didn't forgive them so they can sleep well at night. I did it so I can. Research shows that people who are good at framing negative life events in positive ways have a better mental health. I'm sure there are millions million things Anthony could tell you about his misery and the things that were awful and unjust, Johnson says. But when you look back and you choose to find the good in the bad, your experience of it changes. It's not for anyone else. It's for you. And to finish, I wanted to talk about how Kobe Bryant was the best as in the world. I mean, he was incredible. One year ago, Kobe Bryant's life came to an end in a sudden and a tragic manner. The 18-time NBA All-Star, who had a 20-year career with the Los Angeles Lakers, died in a helicopter crash on January 26, 2020. His 13-year-old daughter, Diana, and seven others also died in the crash. But Brian's legacy continues to live on. On and off the court, he was best known for his obsessive pursuit of precision and excellence, which he dubbed the Mamba mentality. Brian's life and career remind us that the only answer to surviving an imaginable hardship 
is to keep moving forward and drawing on our resilience. For that, he used an alter ego to summon confidence. Bryant created his Black Mamba, alter ego as a way to get through the lowest points of his career. His nickname was, sorry, was inspired by the movie Kill Bill, in which the snake, known for its agility and aggressiveness, was used as a code name for a deadly assassin. At a time when people were chanting Kobe sucks while he was playing, Bryant said that using an alter ego gave him emotional distance from his real life. Kobe and the Black Mamba, both of them were him, Johnson says. But there was a time in competition when he could turn it on and use the identity that was appropriate for the situation. The last technique is remember that life only moves forward, moves forward. To Brian, he, the antidote to listlessness and defeat was drive and relentlessness. He never believed in go with the flow. Rather, he believed in moving forward with intent. Instead of shying away from adversity, bring this Brian quote to the forefront of your mind. I'm reflected only in the sense that I learned to love to move forward. I reflect with a purpose. That's because he knew that actions is the only thing that leads to confidence and improvement. Kobe would gain an understanding around the unknown, Johnson says. When we can prepare for something and gain competence, we actually gain confidence. We are what we do. And therefore, I believe that establishing guidelines to achieve peace of mind and happiness in our life is key to being a person of ourselves. Honestly, I had never considered what values, actions, and thoughts made someone like Davy or Kobe Bryant, an ordinary man, become an example for future generations. It is really interesting to know the real reasons why to excel, and I think that after reading these charismatic profiles, I've learned a lot, and above all, I hope you that you have understood the value of having a positive attitude towards what's in front of you. All the problems must be faced with positive thoughts. So as I said in the beginning, if you're interested in this topic, I'll leave the link in the episode in the episode description for you to read the rest of the article. This has been all for this episode is uh, shorter than the last time I think but anyway I don't mind it, it's great so bye bye <laughs>